in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. Can you hear that? I actually hate this. Good morning. On TikTok, evening and night. I immediately scroll past these because it's so upsetting. You don't like them? No, I don't like them. Mm. I saw one today where a woman had this like, um, it looked like she cut the face off of a plastic doll, but like one that has the more real looking skin. Mm. And then she put it on a tabletop and she was going to give it like a facial. And so she was, she was like yeah, rubbing product into this like fake plastic that's doll weird. face. And I was like, I was like, scroll, 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 have you scroll, seen scroll, those scroll. babies? The like, which ones? They're, I think they're called like newborn baby. Like, I think that's like the name brand or whatever. Okay. And they look like legitimate real babies, but they're just rubber and people just like carry them around. Um, yes. I saw a woman, I saw a couple women with those in some carriers and I'm just like. First of all, why? And I don't know. I would if assume I, it's like my assumption usually is that it's like maybe some sort of like trauma or unfulfilled dream. Maybe. So I try not to, but it is hard to be like, look at those, yeah, look at those dolls and no care. It's more. It's I'm not even like judging that person for having it. Like I am a little bit, I but I'm like, bit. you know what? People judge me for stuff. Whatever. Hundred percent. It's. The fact that someone made... I'm more judging the person who made it so realistic. Because it's creepy. It's creepy how detailed it is. Yeah. Like, I applaud you for it, but also you you scare me. The person who made these babies. Yeah. They're, like, too real. Because I'm like, I'll watch them, and I I genuinely get sucked in because I think it's a get ready with me and and their baby. Yeah. And they're getting the baby ready, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And then I realize it's fake. I felt bad because I was staring. <laughs> like, oh, that's such a cute baby. It has not moved. This was like a woman at a pumpkin patch, and it was her and her friend who both had these babies in their carriers. And the reason I knew that they were fake babies is because they picked them up, mm-hmm. and you could like obviously see the limbs like flopping in not like a human way. <sighs> and I was like, oh, because from just the face, you're like, oh, you cute baby. Yeah, Number. so cute. And then they picked them up, and it was like, oh, and that's, like, that's, that's fake baby. And then scary. it's just like so jarring that your mind just. Again, just like, What's going the on? amount of times I've been tricked into believing it's a baby. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love these get ready with me's. Me and mama and baby. I have not seen these. Oh my God. It's freaky. <laughs> like, you guys really got me. Yeah. So. Have we? Anyhow. <laughs> welcome to Acting Normal with Shelby and Anna. Welcome, 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 welcome to Illyria. Acting Normal. <laughs> I saw another TikTok before we dive into our actual topic. I saw another TikTok of this girl introduce. She was like introducing my favorite movie to my husband because he's never seen it, and she didn't tell us what movie it was. And then it was just different quotes from <laughs> from She's the Man, and I was like, absolutely. Yes. I was like, everyone should watch this movie. A great movie. It's so good. Iconic. I might watch that tonight. Cool. No, I won't. I'm obsessed with Pennyworth on HBO right now. Oh, I was gonna say you said you were gonna watch Love Island. I'm gonna watch Love Island, but that's only they one episode a day a day i can't binge it oh a day unless i save them up <laughs> a day yeah 
YouTubers don't come out that much. It's only one 45-minute episode. <laughs> I need to see more drama of these hot British people trying to fall in love. Side note, Ron sucks, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're big anti-Ron. Yeah, we don't like Ron. I don't really know him, but I'm on board. Love it. <laughs> Anna. Tell me. What princess do we want to talk about this week? We did talk about playing rock, paper, scissors, but I'm happy to do your suggestion. Okay. We'll do my suggestion then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which was... Part of your world. Ariel. I saw the trailer for the new one. Is there a new one or you just saw like the one that's been going around? The one that's been going around. The one that, okay, I didn't know if they yeah. like, made a different... For, like, you know how they make different cuts? I meant like the new movie. Yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think there's a new trailer. Okay. But it looks so cool. Just like imagine being like working on a Disney movie. How talented you have to be. I would be... I think I'd be so good at it. Really? Um, not like the animation part, like the story part. I mean, you don't really make this one up, though. But yeah, agreed. <laughs> like Strange World, we could have written. What's that one? We would. I watched it. The new, <laughs> I, I thought you watched it, too. The new uh, Disney. Oh, is that the one where they find out that, spoiler alert, everybody, plug your ears quick, where they find out where their living is actually like a living thing? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, that one was so good. That one was so good. My internet is not working stretch fin for us. I went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, or Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Universe or something like that. Yeah. Now that is something, like, they just made up stuff. Like, completely. I mean, isn't that all of Marvel? 100%. But, like, they're, like, in this new universe. And it's very, like, strange world where it's, like, all these weird creatures that you've never seen. But, like, more realistic. Okay. And I'm, like, I wish I was at the office the day when they were, like, hey, tell me. Describe a thing to me. Or, like, draw a napkin sketch of a blob. And they're, like, here, we're going to make a character out of it. (laughs) Draw a napkin sketch of a blob is... A blob, blob. Is very fun because that's literally one of the main characters he's a blob did you fall in love with him the most yeah because he's yeah. like he's like why does everyone have holes the inan- he talks about how like everyone has holes but he doesn't have holes and at that one point he does get a hole that's how i felt about the wait are you talking you're talking about ant-man mm-hmm. okay that's how i felt about the splat in strange world it's very much splat it's literally like fell in love with that guy if strange world and splat like it was like both of them were in the conference rooms next to each other. Okay. And they were like... Hey, some, we have an idea. They were like someone in the back of the room was like overhearing the other one and like was taking notes. And so they kind of like all overlapped. Like the stenographer for one meeting was actually hearing the other in a meeting at the same time. Oh, okay. Like mm. not like storyline necessarily. A little bit of storyline. Like they're in a new universe, right? But like it's mostly the characters. Like literally there's a splat. Yeah. They were like, they have a blob. We have to have a blob. We have have to have a blob. We have to have like weird floating things that you like climb on board. What Strange World didn't have was Bill fucking Murray. So Ant-Man did. (laughs) Ant-Man did. I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, isn't he dead? And I was like. Bill Murray? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. I think he's just pretty old. No, he's just old. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. Were they thinking like Robin Williams? I think that did come up, and I was like, mm, 
Are you thinking of this person? <laughs> I guess Bill Murray is very much alive. I don't know if well, but he's alive. I'm trying to find a synopsis of the Hans Christian Andersen one because Homeboy Story is long. Yeah. And I just want us to get the gist. So let's try this one. So Hans Christian Andersen did this one and the Grimm Brothers, right? I thought I thought they did. So Me the, too. I, I think thought the, that's where the bubbles came in. I think the original the story is Hans. Okay. So we'll do Little Mermaid Grimm. And see see what's up from there. Oh, here we go. Ariel's my favorite princess. Hmm. My favorite would have to be Mulan. Slay. That was easily my favorite grown up. That's a good one. Um, alright. I have the characters ranked, which I think will be fun for us. Okay. And then Ranked by what? Favorite. Okay. So we'll find out. It's very subjective. Oh, okay. So this, um, the article that I have here looks like it compares some mermaid stories. So that might be fun for us. Slay. And the listeners, you're welcome. You're welcome. We try to only give the most exciting information on this pod- <laughs> podcast. Like me just looking for articles. Like <laughs> <live>. babies. <laughs> like fake babies that look like real like babies. Fake babies. Um, okay. So this is from Toronto Public Library. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Canada. Thanks. Um, and somebody named Myrna wrote it. No last name, just Oprah, Usher, Gaga, Myrna. Myrna. Well, Gaga is Lady Gaga. This is June 27th, 2022. Ooh. Latest news. Latest news. Is, like, Myrna, like, in charge of the Toronto Public Library? You know what? I have no further information on her. On them. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Thanks, Myrna. Um, okay, so this says, for almost 200 years, Hans Christian Andersen's Little Mermaid has captured the imaginations of readers young and old. The mermaid story has been told and retold by generations of writers, with each writer putting their own spin on the tale of a mermaid caught between her ocean home and adventures on land. <laughs> Below is a short history of the tale. Clever. So I think we're going to talk about it. Tale. So, Hans Christian Andersen's original story. First published in 1837, The Little Mermaid was written in Danish and titled Den Lil Hafruv, I think is how you pronounce that. The Little Mermaid is a literary fairy tale. The plot is drawn from Hans Christian Andersen's imagination rather than specific folktale. However, his writing was influenced by traditional folklore about merfolk and water nymphs. Hans Christian Andersen's original little story, Little Mermaid story, might surprise readers familiar with Disney's film adaptation in his story the mermaid the mermaid is motivated by her desire for an immortal soul not a desire for love and life on land oh when the mermaid saves a drowning human prince she learns that the love of a human might allow her an immortal soul the mermaid decides to venture onto land but her legs come at a price but how does she know that what like how does she just like know that she can get an immortal soul I think she still it comes up next. So transformed by this by a sea witch, she must marry the prince or risk death. When the prince marries another, the mermaid sacrifices herself instead of harming the prince. Mm. As a reward for her good deed, the mermaid is given an immortal soul. Oh, so she gets it. Oh, so she gets it. Yeah. That sounds like honestly more exciting to read. 
I do love the fact that Ursula is the person that tries to flirt with Prince Eric, though. <laughs> well, this isn't the whole story, so maybe that happens in this one. We don't really know. Well, I feel like they would mention Just synopsis. It. They would mention that he marries the sea butch. I would think. Well, it just says marries another. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, the first English translation... The first English trans- translation of The Little Mermaid appeared in a Danish storybook, 1846, which was published in February. Translator... <laughs> Myrna is not a writer, I'll tell you that much. Translator Charles uh, Boner... Mm. Did not use Anderson's original text as basis for his translation. Instead, he relied on the German translation. In 1846, the popularity of Hans Christian Andersen's tale among among English readers exploded. Over a two-year period, beginning in 18... We get it. It's 1846, Myrna. You're saying it's so much. Oh, my God. I thought it was just February. Six, <laughs> six different translators published English versions of Andersen's fairy, fairy tale. Oh, Oscar Wilde's mermaid tale. By the late 19th century, The Little Mermaid and Hans uh, were well known by English readers. Writer Oscar Wilde was an avid but non-uncritical reader of Hans Christian Andersen. (coughs) Excuse me. Wilde wrote The Fisherman and His Soul from A House of Pomegranates in 1891. What? As a response to The Little Mermaid, the literary failed fairy tale takes a different approach to anderson's mermaid narrative in a reversal of anderson's story the fisherman and his soul features a human fisherman who gives up his soul to marry a mermaid i need to get water otherwise i'm gonna like constantly cough through all of this The Fisherman and His Soul features a human fisherman who gives up his soul to marry a mermaid. Without his soul, the fisherman spends happy years living beneath the sea with his mermaid love. What is a person without a soul like? Yeah, like, are you actually, like, enjoyable to be around? But his soul is not so easily discarded. The Mm -hmm. soul returns but cannot re-enter the fisherman's heart because it's too full of love for the mermaid. Oh, what a hard life to live what the fisherman loves the mermaid and his soul also loves the mermaid can he just like strap on the soul like a backpack no and the, there's too much love together. in his heart who's this mermaid <laughs> why is she so great uh she's actually really boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like i love how boring you are <laughs> i hate being on a boat Hey, honey, you want to go have some fun at the Mermaid Cafe? (laughs) And she's like, no, "Um, I want to stay home. I want to watch Love Island. Why would you even? (laughs) And she doesn't bubble like he does while he's talking. Yeah, she's like, could you stop bubbling? It's really offensive that you're trying to do that. I could never stop doing this. Honey. I'm just bubbling with love for you. Stop it. Like, you're really embarrassing me. I've tried to get a divorce seven times, and you keep claiming you can't get your soul back, and that's why you're here. 
bloop, 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 bloop. my soul is just outside the window bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh my full God. of love for you let it in <laughs> let it in let i'll take the soul just give me the soul switch places oh my gosh um only upon the uh okay wait the soul returns but cannot re-enter because it's too full of love for the mermaid only upon the mermaid and fisherman's death can the soul re-enter the fisherman's now broken heart but he's dead thanks oscar wilde but he's dead so like what's the point yeah i don't know so then does the soul just die too yeah that doesn't seem like a good time stupid disney's little mermaid oscar wilde try again try try again come back to life get back to us rewrite this story we would like it in at um and thursday then at again. midnight dang we're asking for a quick turnaround mm-hmm. how are we gonna get him to life first though mm, nah, we gotta not, get him out of grave it's really not my problem how long it's, has it's he his been problem de- how long has he been dead this is this is the consequence that you have oscar after writing that stupid story he died in 1900 yeah so we got 123 years of decay Mm. that we'll have to he for sure doesn't know how to use like canvas (laughs) can you imagine trying to like show him a computer (laughs) this is what you have to write it on and he's like what is this and you have to submit it to me submit it yeah and he's like submit Submit it i'm like you don't do you have your um student email He's like, do I need to fill this with paper? Absolutely not. He's like not. checking sides no. of the computer. You like, dummy. <laughs> his like zombie hands. He's like, Every yeah, his like did. finger literally breaks yeah. as he's like touching he's the trying keyboard. To type it. Wait, we should trick him though. We should prank dead Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like, you don't use your hands to type. And we make him use his toes, but the, also those break. Those are breaking up. And they were like, well, you don't even use your toes, you just dummy. Yours is easier nose. And then he doesn't his have nose any. His nose is completely just like yeah. off because it's just cartilage. So yeah. it's like gone. So he's just like banging his head into <laughs> he the can't keyboard. Get very, he can't get very far in the rewrite. Mm. So if you don't submit it by midnight, uh, automatic F. Oscar Wilde RIP. But also don't r because you have to rewrite the story yeah don't r <laughs> no you can w i p write in peace <laughs> except not really because we'll be hounding you the whole time about how you're doing it wrong yeah but i don't really want to stay up until midnight like i just want to like see he submitted it at midnight and i want to be asleep oh know? okay that's the kind of prof you would be yeah what do you mean <laughs> professor no, I know what prof, <laughs> I know what prof is. You think our professors were waiting up until midnight when things were due? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to be in the computer lab with Oscar Wilde making sure he's writing his paper. If he doesn't get it in, he doesn't get it in. If we brought a zombie back to life when he's writing a paper, your girl's sitting there. Good for you. <laughs> I would be sitting there. I would have to, I, I have to save my energy for all my other students who are probably submitted it earlier the live ones yeah <laughs> they probably put it they probably submitted it at 11 mm, on time you gotta yes <laughs> on time on time um okay disney's the little mermaid and a corporate renaissance in disney's animated adaptation of the little mermaid 1989 the film ends with uh, the mermaid Ariel and her prince defeating the sea witch. Instead of sacrificing herself and gaining an immortal soul, 
Ariel marries her prince and lives happily ever after on land. This romantic happily ever after proved popular. You think, Disney? Yeah, you made a spinoff. Disney's Little Mermaid was a huge success, grossing $235 million worldwide. The movie heralded the beginning of the Disney Renaissance, a period between 1989 and 1999 where Disney animated movies experienced massive commercial and critical success. Yeah, she's got a ride. Disney. And then they have one more here. A Friendlier Little Mermaid is what the title of this section is called. Most versions of The Little Mermaid tell a tale of often doomed romantic love. Illustrator Jerry Pinkies, Pink, Pinkney's retelling of The Little Mermaid in 2020 mm. focuses instead on a friendship and self-growth. Oh, lame. Pink, Pinkney's <laughs> says he found The Little Mermaid quote, an intriguing yet daunting story, unquote, to adapt because he found the plot to be out of step with the times. Today's readers are seeking their own true paths, blazing new trails. His adaptation tells the story of young mermaid Melody. Melody is curious about life on land and her explorations result in her befriending befriending a human girl. Pretty sure Melody is the name of Ariel's daughter in the second movie, so... That does sound familiar. Really creative. <laughs> the sea witch is still a threat, but Melody manages to defeat the sea witch by herself. I don't. Uh, I'm got wide eyes over here, guys. I don't believe that, that. That doesn't seem real. Yeah. I don't. Honestly, I don't know Melody, but she could never. If Ariel, who like knew Ursula, yeah, sent a child, could barely beat her. You think. You th- she was 16. You think a little 10-year-old Melody can beat her? No. <laughs> she could never. She could never. 16 or up. The importance of Melody's... Oh, jeez. Myrna, what are you doing to me with writing this story? The importance of Melody regaining her voice is emphasized. Myrna. <laughs> okay. The story... This is one more sentence. The story ends with Melody resolving to, quote, never give it up again for anyone or anything, end quote. Okay, Myrna, stick to giving yeah. out the books. Yeah, Myrna, love you, girly pop, but you should not be writing stick this. Stick to giving out the books at We're gonna the library. Close. We're going to close out that tab. Wait, can you look up the Grimm? I tried, and I think, I think we're wrong. Oh. I thought there was a Grimm one, too. What was but- the bubbles? Or she, like, turns into seaweed? I typed in... Is that a Mandela effect? I typed in Little Mermaid Grimm, and it keeps taking me to Hans. Taking me to our boy Hans. That is crazy. It's not taking me to Grimm. I believe you. See. Weird. (laughs) Maybe that is at the end of his story, though. We didn't get a... We didn't get, like, a good synopsis. Yeah. When I type in Little Mermaid seaweed, it's just the lyrics. I wonder if we can get a better summary of Hans's story. The seaweed is always green there. Instead of reading the whole thing. <laughs> okay, here's another overview. Overview. Okay. Let's see if this one gives us some more information. So it's a fairy tale about a mermaid who falls in love with a human... The plot of Anderson's fairy tale is set in motion when a little mermaid visits the surface of the sea to observe life on land. This is a privilege afforded to mermaids after they turn 15. When the, okay. little, when the little mermaid surfaces from the ocean, she sees a prince whom she falls in love with and later rescues from a shipwreck. 
As the plot develops, the Little Mermaid sacrifices her comfortable life as a mermaid to transform into a human in an attempt to win the affection of the prince. Ultimately, the Little Mermaid is faced with the decision to either murder her beloved uh, or die. Thematic- it is the Hans Christian Andersen one. Thematically, Andersen's story is one of love and self-sacrifice. Just- this also doesn't say anything about the seaweed. No, though. I found one. I found one. Okay. It is liverpoolecho.co.uk. <laughs> Okay. In um, Christian Anderson's grisly twist, the sea witch not only takes her voice, but also her tongue. And although she has legs, it is as though she is walking on sharp knives every time she moves. In order to get a soul, the Little Mermaid must win the heart of a prince and marry him. Otherwise, she will die of a broken heart and dissolve into the sea foam. So there you go. Okay, yeah, sea foam. That's yeah. what I was trying to think of. Wow. <gasps> oh, okay. Wait, what? Uh, but she cannot win the love of her prince and he marries another, a princess from a neighboring village that which he believes is the one that saved him from drowning. Oh. The mermaid's heart is about to break when her five sisters appear from the depths of the ocean with a knife. They have traded the sea witch for their long, beautiful hair. Okay. Oh, flags. yeah. Okay, wait. Let, so here's, I was just reading an interesting, so I have the actual story. Up oh, okay. And open. And so this is like the last three paragraphs, which I think might be interesting. Yeah. So I see she might stab him. I'm assuming I'm assuming that this is the the sisters that you're talking about coming up. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we'll talk. Oh, wait, I'm gonna go one more paragraph back. Okay. <laughs> guys, oh, the guys, tea is hot. Hans <laughs> Hans is writing a story here. Okay. Okay. Take back Hans. Your story sounds wonderful. Um, we're gonna read the last four like paragraphs of this of his story. Uh, the Little Mermaid drew back the crimson curtain of the tent and beheld the fair bride with her head resting on the prince's breast. <gasps> she bent down and kissed his fair brow, then looked at the sky on which the rosy dawn grew brighter and brighter. Then she glanced at a sharp knife and again fixed her eyes on the prince, who whispered the name of his bride in his dreams. She was in his thoughts, and the knife trembled in the hand of the Little Mermaid. Then she flung it far away from her into the waves. The water turned red where it fell, and the drops that spurted up looked like blood. She cast one more lingering, half-fainting glance at the prince, and then threw herself from the ship into the sea, and thought her body was dissolving into foam. The sun rose above the waves, and his warm rays fell on the cold foam of the little mermaid, who did not feel it as if she were dying." She saw the bright sun, and all around her floated hundreds of transparent, beautiful beings. She could see through them the white sails of the ship and the red clouds in the sky. Their speech was melodious, but Mm. too ethereal to be heard by mortal ears, as they were also unseen by mortal eyes. The Little Mermaid perceived that she had a body like theirs, and that she continued to rise higher and higher out of the foam. Where am I? she asked, and her voice sounded ethereal. What do you think an ethereal voice sounds like? <laughs> Give me something to say. Um, you're going to turn into sea foam. I'm going to turn into sea foam. Oh, okay. So you're just like m- melody. You yeah. want it to be like a sing song. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to turn into sea foam. Okay. Yeah. But like on pitch. <laughs> you know. I like that now. That's what's in my head and I can't even think of one. Okay. I'll give you a different, I'll, I'll give you a different phrase. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um... God. <laughs> um, the sea witch is after me. Okay. <laughs> I want to just sing too now. 
or it's either like yours or i feel like it's like the sea witch is after me it's just like a very like monotone kind of like yeah lower register Mm -hmm. voice see i hear i hear higher yeah yeah like an angelic what in a way. What if we each have our own ethereal voice that we'll, True. That we'll hear? So True. even if the same person is talking, we hear different stuff. Yeah. Magic. The magic of death. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see which is after me. <laughs> Amen. Oh. Uh, um okay i have to find where i was in this paragraph now uh where am i she asked in an ethereal voice um (laughs) the voice of those who were with her no earthly music could imitate imitate it so we couldn't even apparently we uh, we couldn't sounds nothing like what yeah it actually sounds nothing again got Um, it among the daughters of the air one of them answered should i do it in the way (laughs) Wait, what? One of the daughters of the air? Uh, one of these ethereal beings are now speaking back to her. Okay. You are among the daughters of the air, one of them answered. A mermaid has not an immortal soul, nor can she obtain one unless she wins the love of a human being. Mm-hmm. On the power of another hangs her eternal destiny. But the daughters of the air, although they do not possess an immortal soul, can, by their good deeds, procure one for themselves. We fly to warm countries... And cool the sultry air that destroys mankind with the pestilence. We carry the perfume of the flowers to spread health and restoration. After we've striven for 300 years to all the good in our power. Hans! Little wordy. We receive an immortal soul and take part in the happiness of mankind. You, poor little mermaid, have tried with your whole heart to do as we are doing. You've suffered and endured and raised yourself to the spirit world by your good deeds. Because she didn't kill a prince? Yeah. That's it? She sacrificed herself. I'm not killing princes every day. Where are these? But she sacrificed herself. Why? What do you mean? She was either, she has to get married or she has to kill him. Like if she gets married, she lives forever. If she kills him, she won't die. Oh, oh, okay. So she has two things. She can either marry him or kill him. And she didn't do both. And she didn't, so she threw so herself. So she threw herself. Okay. Um, the little mermaid lifted her glorified eyes toward the sun and felt them, for the first time filling with tears. On the ship in which she had left the prince, um, there were life and noise. She saw him and his beautiful bride searching for her. Sorrowfully, they gazed at the pearly foam as if they knew she had thrown herself into the waves. Unseen, she kissed the forehead of her bride and fanned the prince and then mounted with the other children of the air to a rosy cloud that floated through the ether. That's not the end. That's not the end. Quote, after 300 years, thus shall we float into the kingdom of heaven, unquote, said she. And we may even get there sooner, whispered one of her companions. Unseen, we can enter the house of men where there are children. And for every day on which we find a good child, who is the joy of his parents and deserves their love, our time of probation is shortened. The child does not know when we fly through the room that we smile with joy at his good conduct. And we can count one year less of our 300 years. 
But when we see a naughty or wicked child, we shed tears of sorrow, and for every tear a day is added to our time of trial. Is that the end? Okay. Hans, I got some qu- I got some notes for you. You could cut that. You could cut that part. I just like feel, the rosy cloud could been. No, I just feel like I was was never meant to live in that day and age. Imagine being a child and you're like, um, can I get a story before bed? And then you're read that. I am I am not asleep. I am a wide awake with confusion. It's so wordy, honestly. I would have been asleep way at the top here. Like, what are you this talking is so about? Long. He's what? just says so many words. Because this one just said that her sister's got a hairbrush. <laughs> okay. Let's end this by reading this uh, top 10 list. Half a dozen mermaid statues were unavailed in. Oh, that's a different article now. So this is um, the 10 main characters of The Little Mermaid ranked by likability. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, number one, Flounder. Mm -mm. Scuttle? No. My God, if it's Ariel, it's so dumb. It's not. Prince Eric? (laughs) My God. (laughs) Sebastian? They're saying, I wonder if they're going like worst to best. Is it starts with Ursula? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's from worst to best then. And she goes, okay. So the, oh, I guess I don't know who wrote. Let's see. Casey. Lilla Horde. All right. Thanks, Casey. January 28th, 2021. Nice. <laughs> Ursula. The vil- this villain certainly isn't the most likable, especially when it's Ursula. She's ruthless, cunning, and selfish. She tricks people uh, into making deals with her, and if they don't hold up their end, they belong to her for eternity. Mm. It's safe to presume that given Ursula tried to set Ariel up for failure by disguising herself as Vanessa. Okay, I needed to know if Vanessa was going to be a different character, because if not, it sounds like she's the same character. Because if she was two separate ones, she would be number nine. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Vanessa. So they put them together. There really wasn't a bright side to Ursula. Yeah, there isn't. The next one, Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly forgot about them. I forgot their names. Yeah. These two evil henchmen of Ursula's are not only creepy, but dangerous. They seek out potential victims, which is how Ariel is added to Ursula's customer list. Can I guess the next one? Yeah. Is it the chef? No. <laughs> how many do you want more guesses? Yeah. Okay. Is it king? Is it the king? Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be like he didn't let his daughter like go up to shore or something stupid like that. But it's like, yeah, no shit, she's sixteen years old. Yeah. King Triton is close. But daddy, I love him. No, you don't. You're sixteen. Shut the fuck up. Close minded when it comes to humans. He refuses to believe they are anything but bad and forbids Ariel from ever coming into contact with them. I mean he's has years of experience of them not being good to him. Do you wanna keep guessing? Yeah. Okay, who's next? You already said it. Oh. Oh, I said a lot. You did say a lot. I said like the whole cast. <laughs> um, okay, so it's ten, right? So this would be five. Be kind of like I don't. They aren't numbered, so I'm gonna lose oh, count of that. Okay. Flotsam and Jetsam are one. One, two, oh, so three. Ursula, this is like, four. Ursula wasn't even like on it. This is four, including Ursula. Oh, okay. Um. Likeability. 
because I, I think I like them more than I think other people. Sacre bleu. Like I missed one. Oh, the chef. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think he was going to be on the list after he said no. <laughs> no, it's right here. Chef Louis was initially just doing his job, but his scary devotion to going after Sebastian, refusing to allow him to escape, was a touch much. Mm. Then I'd say Prince Eric. He's kind of boring. Nope, he's not next. Damn it. Scuttle? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would put Scuttle as number two. <laughs> oh, dang. I love Scuttle. But you like, give him least likable? No, I do most likable. Like, oh. second likable. If you're going down. Oh, okay. You're going 10 to 1. Yeah. I would have him as two. Okay. Scuttle. But I can see how people find him annoying, though. Yeah. He wasn't always the brightest. He certainly misinterpreted what a fork was, placing Ariel in an awkward situation when she was okay. later having He's dinner with Ariel. a literal bird. We got to cut him some slack. Do you want to guess the next one? I would never remember this person. Mm. I don't know that you're going to get it. Um, Is it like Prince Eric's like foreman or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grimsby. Grimsby. (laughs) Is like a father figure to Eric looking out for him and chastising him when he needs to. Before Scuttle. Okay. Next. Now we're getting kind of ready to the leads. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I don't want to do this. I feel like it's got to be like Sebastian. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, Eric. No. Ariel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mood. Ariel is sweet and adventurous. She longed to join a completely different world of her own. She loved her friends and family, but she had a tendency to act like the 16 year old she is, um, given her rebelliousness and impulsiveness. Yeah. She's a literal teenager. Yeah. Okay, so now it's the top three. Um, now top two. Top two. Oh, someone's not included on this list then. I guess. So who do you think number two is? Eric. Yeah, but I think that's so wrong. You think he's number one? No. I think he's I think lower he on the should, list. Yeah, I think he's lower be, on the list. Honestly, yeah. Ursula, Eric. Yeah, Eric's boring as fuck. Yeah. Then it's either... Listen to this. Eric is a good man through and through. Eric's boring. <laughs> he seems like a bag of rocks. He does not seem like a good one. Eric, My downstairs neighbor just laughed and I did take that as she's laughing at our Yes, yeah, she thought it was hilarious. She thinks we're hilarious. Eric thought a, bl- a brunette girl and a redhead were the same girl, essentially. Maybe he's colorblind. So it's like dark hair, you would, dark hair. You would see the shade would be different. <laughs> I would think so. Okay, so that means they either don't have Flounder or they don't have Sebastian on okay, this list. Okay, so yeah, who do you think is number one? I think Sebastian. I think more people know him. Yeah. Which means Flounder's not on the list. Flounder's not on the list. And we have an issue with that. Which shook. Shook. Yeah. Because Flounder's Should be number one. so good. Ooh, okay. Above Sebastian. Flounder. I like Scuttle. Scuttle and Sebastian are kind of tied for me. Okay. At two? At two. Okay. And then I would do, unfortunately, I would do probably Ariel, then Eric. Mm-hmm. And then... See, like, Grisby or whatever the hell his name is. He would not be on my list at all. Yeah. Completely forgot about him. I wouldn't have even remembered him. I didn't. Yeah. And then I would do probably, like, Chef, King Titan. Yeah. Evil eels that are so loud. Mm-hmm. What about all our sisters? I was just going to say, I want our sisters to be on the list because... and What they're, fun. They're either in the middle or, like, low. Like, closer to Ursula. Yeah, I'd put them like right. I'd put them between Ariel and Eric. Yes, agreed. They're like right in the mid. Yeah, yeah. Just because Eric's hot, like you got to get over it, ladies. Yeah. And gents. 
More than a pretty face. Yeah. He's kind of stupid. Oh, I was wrong. I thought we were at the end of the list. Flounder's Flounder. number Thank one. Thank God. Thank goodness. I can't believe we did Oh, my I God. I can't believe I did this. I'm so sorry. I was like, Casey, you got to rewatch the movie, Here babe. We go. Ariel's best friend. Yep. Flounder is always there for her and is one of the few to know Ariel's love for humans and her collection of human things. In the beginning of the film, he's helping Ariel explore a shipwreck for treasure. He tends to worry too much, though. Yeah, he does. In the case of the shipwreck, Flounder was right to be worried about sharks. God bless. Yes, there. All is right in the world now. Yeah. I was really scared. Yeah, I was like, how he's like, like someone's dumb. A main character. How did they not? But they did. I just didn't scroll no, enough. No, we're we're just dumb. That was me. That's on us. That's okay. Guys, if you have a favorite character that maybe we forgot about from The Little Mermaid or who wasn't on that list. Like the dog, Eric Stahl. Oh, yeah. The dog isn't on there. Um, let us know. Shoot us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Goodbye. Bye.